So. Oh. <laughs> That's all you sounded like. I don't know. <laughs> it's my mating call. <laughs> She's on heat. <laughs> To the Flooded Gem Podcast. I'm B, and I'm here with Uncle Josie. Hi, welcome back. Hello, everybody. How are you today? Um, I'm good, actually. Yeah, I just yeah. saw you this morning. Yes, you did. How was your appointment? It was good. Um, I didn't get great news, but they're not bad. Um, my braces are going to stay longer. Mm. Um, they are struggling with, um, I can't remember what he said, but it's basically my jaw is to the side and, uh, crossbite. That's what it is. I've never heard. I've heard of overbite and underbite. Yeah. So never heard of, um, crossbite. So the crossbite, so I don't know if you remember me telling you that I have a tooth in um, one of my molars mm. is out of completely place. They cannot do, uh, they cannot straighten it with the traditional braces. So they're going to have to, next appointment, they're going to have to do uh, something different there. They might have to put a little like springs or different mechanism. Mm. Um, I'm not sure what exactly they're going to do, but, um, yeah, he said, unfortunately it's taking longer than, than what they expected, but, you know, part of it was COVID. And the other thing is like, they were not expecting that, um, my jaw will not react to the treatment. Oh, so I'm for a little bit longer. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Mm. But hey, for beauty, you have to see the stars, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, so are you, are you, you're working right now, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I'm in Boston. 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 I had some interesting folks this morning. Or oh. Not this morning. This evening. Sorry, I'm a little tipsy. <laughs> We won't say. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I am in Boston. I'm here for like 20 hours, I think. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, I just had some dinner with my crew, and we were talking about all our colorful passengers. Um, we had somebody with the dog, and then a few drunk people, and in true... I don't want to say Bostonian <laughs> nature, but I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. One of my flight attendants did call it out that it was going to be 
a whole bunch of drunks coming on the plane. And that was true. I think we sold like $400 worth of liquor. Oh, geez. I know. Wow. I know. So we just, uh, we were like debriefing um, over dinner. So here I am. I like debriefing over dinner. I know. It's so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) But um, so I was thinking about how like on the last episode, I had mentioned that I was going to give some tips on how to board better or board faster or have all your things get together. And I just never said it. And I know. Did you notice that when you were listening to, or did you like just completely? No, I, I think I just got so involved with everything and um, that I did not realize that you didn't give the tips. I mean, (laughs) they were going to be pretty simple tips, like, you know, having your boarding pass in your hand ready to scan when you're coming down the, you know, before the jeopardy. And then for me, at least, I usually just need my phone, my wallet, and my headphones out or if I'm reading a book. But for the most part, I really don't need anything else besides, you know, my boarding pass, my wallet, my phone, and my headphones. Right. Right. So everything else should be in your bag to either put underneath the seat or in the overhead bin. Okay. Pretty simple. Yeah. Okay. So tip number one, have your boarding pass ready. Um, Tip number two, have everything that you need out of the bag that you're going to have underneath the seat. So that would be your phone, your wallet, and your headphones. Tip number three, remember your seat number. So that way you're not looking at your boarding pass, looking at the seat, looking at your boarding pass, looking at the seat. I was actually deadheading one time on this flight and it was an MD-80 and um, I did the stupid thing of like, I didn't, I just like assumed that it was going to be A, C, D, E, F, instead uh-huh. of A, B, C, D, E. And I was like, oh, well, I'm in the middle because I am E. So E to me is the middle. Nope. <laughs> I was supposed to be at the window. So this couple comes up to my row and they were like, I think you're in our seat. And I was like, am I? I'm like, I'm E. And they're like, yeah, E is the window. So have you, <laughs> I was like, ooh, I'm that passenger. <laughs> um. Can I add something to number two? Sure, sure. If you don't have what you need or what you think you need, wait until you're up in the air when the seatbelt sign goes off to get the rest of the stuff that you need. Yes, I feel. Don't like interrupt that's... the boarding. No, because that's like that's the worst. Because we have ground telling us that we need to board fast. We have the gate agents who are also under pressure to board on time. Then we have the captain that wants to close the door early because he probably wants to get home because it's his like home. It's always, it's always the captain's, always the captain's like home. 
They're like, yep, this is what I'm doing. He's missing his connection flight for 10 minutes. <laughs> exactly. It's always 10 minutes. Always. <laughs> <laughs> so just wait until we and wait, wait until you're in the air or wait until it's done boarding and then get your stuff. If time permitted. If time's permitted. Yeah, exactly. Um, number four would be if you are traveling with people. See who's sitting at the window, like figure out where you're going to sit, whether you're sitting at the window or in the aisle and be like, okay, you go in front of me because if you're at the window, then you got to go in front of me. You got to go in first. Am I right? That, that takes a lot of thinking though. That, and that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were talking about educated passengers and I feel like right now we're educating them. Uh, yeah, that's true. So if you're in a group of people. Plan where you're sitting. Look so, at your boarding pass. So if you're holding a ticket that says 23A, 23B, and 23C, clearly 23A will be in front of you, followed by 23B, and then 23C. Now, if you're sitting on the other side where it's D-E-F, remember F is at the window, so F would go first, then E, then D. And if you're on the rows 23 and over, you have 23 rows to figure that out. Exactly. <laughs> Please, get it together, people. Get it together. But you know what got me thinking is the fact that we really didn't figure out a new like a, a good way to board the fastest way would be have you been thinking about it i have thinking about it but however i don't i i even when all the of the examples that they gave us i kind of fail a little bit on seeing how to board faster it all comes down to passengers so i know but i did figure out a way or not figure out a way but I have an idea that came to me. Ooh, do tell, do tell. As I was boarding today, this passenger with a dog. Um, what about back to front, a row at a time? Oh. It does. I, I know that that one. No, 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 no. Not like window middle aisle. But like literally, so not in blocks like rows, this row to this row, but literally row 29, if row 29 is the last row, row 29 boards first, row 28, row 27, row 26, like one row at a time from back to front. Um, that will make sense. And it would be fast. And now, am I overthinking when I say when I would be like, well, you know, at the at the at the podium at the gate, everybody's gonna be scattered. Yes, but but remember how we were talking when we were in London, how you had to like pre-board, quote unquote pre-board before you got on the plane yes 
I feel like having oh, they staged it. Yes. I remember it now. Clearly. Yes. yes. Right. Because after after we pre-checked, because remember we had to we had to scan our boarding pass into the gate area before we had actually got on the plane. So as long as they have everybody checked in and into the gate area with their boarding pass scanned, then they know who's there and who isn't. Now that would be easier to board the plane because then they can say row 29, everybody comes on board, row 28. And then that way, if families or parties are together, they won't be separated for long. They will be like one after another. Correct. And then that way, and and then and in that case, if we have late runners, then it won't be as bad because we've already boarded the plane from back to front. So the ones that are coming in aren't looking for like their place per se as as much as like, oh, I'm gonna be I'm sitting all the way to the back or I'm sitting all the way to the front or my party's over here, you know. Or even then, even if they board later, as in like once everybody is in, it will be still a lot easier to catch on those late people. Right. Obviously, everybody will be seated. Right. Exactly. What do you think? I think that makes a lot of sense. Did I solve the problem? Maybe. Should I go into like corporate airline? (laughs) You're going to knock on the office. Uh, Excuse me. <laughs> exactly. Like, hello. I got a pro- Yes. Do you think about that all the time? Like how the overhead bins should be locked for taxi takeoff and landing? We had talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. What do you. <sighs> we, we don't have to solve that issue today, but that could be something for another episode. Yeah, probably. Because I think that one is a little bit more more detailed this is called the quick turn yeah why is it called the quick turn i don't know why is it called the quick turn first what are we what are are quick turns quick turns Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. let's go to point a from point a to point b and back uh-huh. But like why is it called a quick turn? Are you talking the, the, the podcast or the actual work related quick turn? Yeah, like what like what does it mean to us as a quick turn? Uh a I don't know, a trip to Middle Beach and back. <laughs> no. <laughs> What is it called, the quick turn? So it is called. You're quick actually, turn. you're probably the only person that have like talked to me about quick turn. Really? Yeah. Not many use like the quick part. Okay. So the quick turn is getting the aircraft ready for its next flight as expeditiously as possible. So that means that when we have a ground time less than 45 minutes, it's a quick turn. Ah. Yeah. So, um, so it's basically a way that airlines can save time. 
and money when they do just like quick turns. So when I was working for the regionals, okay. a, quick, a quick turn would be going from like Chicago to Madison and back to Chicago, from Chicago to South Bend and back to Chicago, from Chicago to Detroit and back to Chicago. So like they were quick turns, like you would just like need to go in and out, in and out, in and out. Okay. And therefore, like getting the most out of the plane that you were flying. Okay. To increase the revenue. All right. Yeah. So that's what we're going to call. something new after so three years. Right. <laughs> so that's what we're going to call this episode, the quick turn, because we're only going to talk about the news. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Do you want to start with yours? Sure. All right. All right, so a woman charged with punching a flat attendant in mid-air brawl. Uh, yeah, this one was pretty intense, in my opinion. Um, a woman was arrested after allegedly assaulting a flight attendant aboard an American Airlines flight from Miami to New York City on Sunday. According to a criminal complaint, I'm hoping I'm saying his name right, Chanasia Chanasia Campbell um, left her seat midway through the flight and began to yell at one of the flight attendants, demanding that she pick up Campbell's garbage. When I'm sorry, another, what? Yeah, I know. That's why I had to look at you and say she's gonna react. But yeah, so apparently she got upset because the flight attendant did not pick up the garbage oh my gosh okay so just a quick 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 story today somebody put garbage at one of my flight attendants feet and then went oh. into the and then went into the lavatory and he and i just looked at each other and then he grabbed that bag of trash and just put it in the aisle outside of the lavatory where she was and she like when she came out, she grabbed it and took it back to her seat. I would have put it on her seat. <laughs> I told him I was like, I'm like, we should go to, like we should just put the trash back in her seat. And he goes like, no, I'm gonna put it in the middle of the aisle. Oh my god! If it had been me, if it had been me, I mean, you that would have been actually on your hand, waiting for her to come out and slap it on her face. Exactly. Oh, we can do that. <laughs> oh, <we can> <laughs> All right. So when another attendant attempt to intervene, blows ensued. Campbell allegedly yelled, the cops aren't going to do anything to me and beat the intervening flight attendant, pulling her hair and attempting to pull up or remove the victim's dress. Oh, my God. Yeah. So not only she's like snatching wigs, she's trying to take the clothes off. <laughs> um, when the captain refused to go on the plane, an off-duty NYPD officer was forced to intervene, placing Campbell in a handcuff and turning her over to authorities. Once the plane landed at JFK airport, the victim is described as sustaining scrapes and bruises, but reportedly refused medical assistance. Uh, why would you 
deny medical assistance, like that is pretty much the Wait, proof they, of what that person did. They denied medical assistance to the flight attendant? The the, the flight attendant the, um, denied um, medical, medical assistance. assistance to the passenger that was beating her up? No, no, no. She was offered. Oh, oh, okay. Oh. And she, and she denied. She denied? Yeah, because she had scrapes and bruises at that point. But she declined the, the, the medical assistance. Maybe because uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like that was, that's interesting that i mean that would be more than proof of what that other person did besides we find that you know the the witnesses right that would be yeah that's that's a little but yeah so what do you think about that that's a little uh crazy i'm just waiting for the day i feel like i'm always on the lookout that that's gonna (laughs) happen one of these days right i don't know maybe it's just because we've seen it so many often so you know so often mm-hmm. and i'm defensive about it like i'm like everybody that started acting i'm like on the lookout as soon as i see a movement that is you know on on how do you say that like a movement that is gonna like I'm I'm like ready to like block or something. I don't know. Right. Um, just maybe I just need to step away from the news a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. And I don't know. It's like it's just I am not. I'm shocked and I'm not at the same time. Like I I'm shocked, but I expected that. Right. Just because of the days that we are living. Exactly. I feel like yeah. I feel like everything at this point very little will shock me right as as far as what like the passengers do right i don't know and um that actually kind of goes hand with hand with my second news so should i yeah go ahead if it goes hand in hand so the faa warns of of spike in on let me restart FAA warns of spike in unruly, dangerous passenger behavior. So the Federal Aviation Administration is warning air travelers about what it describes as dramatic increase in unruly or dangerous behavior aboard passenger airplanes. In a typical year, the transportation agency sees 100 to 150 formal cases of bad passengers behavior. But since the start of this year, the agency, this year, 2021, right. the agency said the number of reported cases has jumped to, ready, 1,300 and even more remarkable numbers since the number of passengers remained below pre-pandemic levels. Are you kidding me? So from 100, 150 to 1,300. In a year? And that's just this year. That's just, wait, that's not like, we're in May. So that's literally five months. Yeah, we're not even completely halfway through. It's been four months because it's May 4th. Right. May 5th now, but May 4th. So the behavior in question includes passengers refusing to wear masks, 
drinking excessively, and engaging in alleged physical or verbal assault. Speaking of drinking, one of my drunk passengers today stepped on my foot. Oh. And left a mark. Like on purpose or just like drunk stupid? Drunk stupid. It's drunk (laughs) stupid. So the physical and verbal assault included what the agency described as political intimidation and harassment of lawmakers. In Fort Lauderdale, Florida, for example, (laughs) Florida, (laughs) a peace fight broke out amid a dispute over mask wearing. In Washington, D.C., a passenger was escorted off a flight after arguing with flight attendants over the mask rule. In another case, a flight bound to four... Guess what? Guess where? Fort Myers? No. Fort Lauderdale? No, not Fort. Sorry. That's just part of the trip. <laughs> Atlanta? Uh, I'm for LA. Oh, that was close. <laughs> just 3,000 miles away. It's fine. <laughs> Your face when you realize, so you just sit up like that. No. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, I'm saying it was closed because of the type of passengers that go to Atlanta are kind of the oh, same yeah. people that go to LA. I thought you were going to say Atlanta. And I'm like, I did say Atlanta. Did you? I did. I said, you said, no, that's what it was for. And I was like, Atlanta. And you were like, no, LA. Oh, I thought you said something else. But anyways, LA was divided to Denver and forced to make an emergency landing after passengers allegedly tried to open an emergency exit. Wait, we, we talked about this one before. I think so. We, we, I think this is the one, yeah. Yeah. So in recent days, Alaska Airlines banned an Alaska Senate state Senate for refusing compliance. I Matthew saw Parkin. that one, too. I saw that one, too. Uh, according to the Anchorage Daily News, it's not permissible, and we will not tolerate interfering with a flight crew and the performance of their safety duties. Stephen Dixon, the administrator of the FAA, said of the wave of incidents, period. 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 The FAA is, not take, is now taking a zero tolerance approach to poor behavior on ruling passengers, potential criminal charges, fines up to 35,000 or lifetime bans on certain airlines. The bad behavior appears to be taking a toll, Angela H. Dorn, a former flight attendant with Alaska Airlines, uh, tweeted that she recently resigned. It has been an exhausting time for all the employees who are trying to do their job according to their company's policies, she said. The constant arguing and pushback from guests is ridiculous. So I kind of had the feeling that that was going to be you know, that was going to happen. A lot of people were going to get fed up. A lot of flight attendants, like, don't want to deal with it anymore. Because in reality, it's sometimes it feels like we are unsupported. It does feel like that. However, we now have this white card that the FAA yes. has let us have. Do you want me to read it? Yes, let's read uh, it. All right. So this is the notice to passengers on disruptive behavior. Dangerous behavior doesn't fly. Uh-uh. So <laughs> federal law prohibits physically assault- assaulting or threatening to physically assault aircraft crew or any other individual on an aircraft. 
passengers are subject to civil penalties of up to $36,516 for such misconduct. Additionally, passengers who interfere with the performance of a crew member's duties by assaulting or intimidating that crew member are subject to criminal fines, imprisonment for up to 20, 20 years or both. While boarding an aircraft, you must follow crew member instructions, including instructions on wearing face masks. Failure to follow crew member instructions may violate a FAA regulations by interference with the crew member's ability to perform his or her duties on the aircraft. The FAA may impose civil penalties of up to $13,910,000 for such violation. Failure to wear a face mask while on board an aircraft also may violate CDC and TSA requirements. Such violations may result in penalties in addition to any assessed by the FAA. So, if you assault or threaten to physically assault a crew member, that's $36,000 plus 20 years in prison plus $13,000 for not wearing a mask. Do you really think, like, what are people thinking? People think that it's not going to follow through. I think that's what it is. People think that they, they're, they're immune, if you may. Don't you I think? Mean, I mean, I've been writing reports left and right, and we have banned so many people from our airline. Oh, yeah, they, but do they know that? That's the thing. They will find out when they have they to find fly out. back home, and they can't get on a freaking plane. But what I'm saying is, like the initial time that they start doing it, I don't. I think they come in with the whole like the customer is right, whatever I do, you have to obey, and they don't realize that that's not the way it is. But that's a, that's the thing. They are customers until they step on the aircraft. Once sure. they are on the aircraft, they are passengers, and now they have responsibilities. Correct. So. Yeah. And I think that's the part that they don't understand and they think they're immune of, of things. Like we're not going to do anything about it. Yep. So this is uh, this card is given out by the FAA and flight attendants carry it. Um, so what I have heard is that the FAA will contact the passenger in question when we, when we give this out and we submit their information into... Um, our system for you know for their to report them um but what people don't understand is that when you buy a ticket you're signing a contract and that's a contract of carriage by the airline that you are buying it buying a ticket from yeah and they have to abide by those rules in the contract you're a passenger now you no longer you're no longer a customer once you step on the aircraft. You are a passenger and you have to abide by that contract that you sign. Yeah. yeah, and that is even on a third party. If you're buying with Travelocity or Orbitz, they will direct you to the page of the each airline. Exactly. Um, so it's your responsibility to go and read it. Exactly. So. And, you know, like I, I understand not a lot of us I personally don't read all of the contracts that I sign 
but you know, it is what it is. I clicked, I accept. And that's my responsibility now, whether I read it or not. Yeah. So something to think about. Do you want to hear my news? Yeah, let's hear it. All right. So. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I, just started, I just started singing, hit me with your hey, best <laughs> <laughs> Well, a flight was canceled after a man was arrested for throwing six coins into the plane engine for good luck. <laughs> What? Yeah. So China's Guangxi Beibu Gulf Airlines canceled a flight. What did you call me? You you heard me. <laughs> you heard me, Beibu. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so they canceled a flight after a male passenger threw a handful of coins into the engine of a plane for good luck. In a statement shared by a popular Chinese microblogging website, Weibo, the airline said that the airport staffers noticed coins on the floor under the engine in an inspection be before takeoff. The man, oh the, the man identified only by his surname Wang in the post admitted that he threw a handful of coins towards the plane, according to to Times Now Digital, he was arrested by the police. Authorities were able to recover all six coins, which the man had wrapped in a red paper for good luck. But the airline decided to cancel flight GX8814 from Weifang to Haiku in, in the Chinese provinces of Shandong and Hainan to ensure passenger safety. Nearly 150 passengers were escorted off the flight, which was delayed until the next day. Uh, over, oh, the past, <laughs> over the past few years, numerous superstitious citizens have been arrested and charged in China for throwing coins at planes for good luck. So clearly this is not the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it's so specific. Six coins. Yes. I mean, was it six coins? For I, don't, good luck? I don't know. So, I'm a leprechaun and I'm looking for my coins. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've heard of like superstitious people. Right. And you've seen them. They knock on the doors. They, 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 they do the cross when we're yeah, taking off. Six, yeah. All of that stuff. Are you superstitious? I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. <laughs> Just a little stitious. Yeah, like Michael Scott. <laughs> what? The office. No. You know this. You don't know this. You know that I don't watch the office. Exactly. Oh I just opened a can of worms. Mm, I'm not even gonna go there. <laughs> but I, I, I'm not superstitious. Um, I my, do. My joke this. went way over head. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it seems like these superstitions are increments of three coins. 
six was it nine. six and nine yeah, yeah six and nine. um i it's it's just pretty common sense to me if that makes if you know that something is related to a functioning where that thing needs to function you rely on the things to function why would you toss anything at it yeah so a woman gives birth mid-flight after not knowing she was pregnant oh what <laughs> yeah <laughs> so this is this is from newsweek okay Airplane journeys are typically uneventful. I mean, I don't think so, but you know, that's just me. Usually they are spent sleeping, reading, or perhaps watching a film. However, for one woman, a Delta flight will be forever etched into her memory as it was where she gave birth to a surprise baby. 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 Surprise. <laughs> The incredible scene happened above the Pacific Ocean in a journey from Salt Lake City, Utah to Hawaii. Hawaii. Um, and was captured by a TikTok, TikTok user, Julia Hansen, in a video posted April 30th. Sharing footage to the social media app, Hansen says, a baby was just born on this plane. Aww. I don't know if I would like that to be recorded. I definitely wouldn't. People just have especially no self-control nowadays when it comes to especially stuff. The person didn't know. Exactly. <laughs> it's like I am TikTok for the rest of my life. <laughs> so after after this, we can hear the cat. Or oh, I guess the video is on here. I guess I'll I'll listen to it later. Uh, after this, we can hear. The captain's announcing, as most of you have probably heard, we had just had a childbirth on the aircraft. And then he added, nice round of applause for the mother. Uh, the whole plane then begins clapping before the new mom is assisted down the aisle in a wheelchair as the infant can be heard crying. The video has since gone viral, having been viewed over 14 million times. Ooh, and nice. gathering over 3 million likes. Many took to the comment sections to share their thoughts on the amazing birth. One person, the cat queen, joked, you could say he was airborne. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> A second TikToker user wrote, the only time a name like Jet, Cloud, or Sky is acceptable. A flight attendant named Caroline commented, me in flight attendant training, wondering why they're training us on the situation that'll never happen versus me watching this. A fourth, known as Anika, added that the birthplace may, the birthplace may cause confusion when trying to map an astrological char, uh, chart further down the line. Because, <laughs> of course, you know. Yeah. She wrote that, the child. She wrote that baby the, is all over the place. That baby. That baby. <laughs> she wrote the child when it wants to find out where she was born to find out her chart somewhere over the Pacific Ocean. 
Many wondered how the heavily pregnant woman had been allowed to board the flight in the first place. To answer this question, Hansen made a follow-up video explaining she had no idea she was pregnant. She actually had no idea. I ended up being seated right next to her. Sorry, I ended up being seated right next to her parents on the flight, and her dad told me himself that he was that it was a complete surprise. Yeah, I. <sighs> It was a complete surprise pregnancy to everyone. She had no idea. She wouldn't have even gotten on the plane if she had known. Mm. Uh, I don't know. On their website, Delta Airlines explains that they do not stop people eight months pregnant or more from flying, but do recommend such passengers to consult their doctor. They state at Delta, we don't impose restrictions on flying if you're pregnant and don't require a medical certificate for you to travel. If you're traveling after your eighth month, it is a good idea to check with your doctor to be sure travel is not restricted. Keeping in mind when booking, ticket change fees and penalties cannot be waived for pregnancy. I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like at, I, and I'm not meaning to discriminate against people who are pregnant um but it's it's dangerous to fly when you're that heavily pregnant because if you do end up having an early birth and you're in the air while it may be like a fun story to tell or maybe like a quirky anecdote that you have there is no real medical Equipment. Exactly. Exactly. There's no, like, yes, we are trained on to delivering, but that's about it. If that person, if that mother loses a lot of blood, we don't have a way to do transfusion. Right. And then especially, especially from like Salt Lake to Hawaii, it's like a, what, six, seven hour flight. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. I mean, if you're over the Pacific and you still have like three hours to go and you and excuse me, and it something goes wrong with the birth, you really don't have like are like even if you turn around to go back to the mainland, it could be a couple of hours. Yeah. It's not like that it's not gonna be an easy diversion. It's either so, you make it or you turn back, but it's gonna and only that our planes none of the com- none of the planes are sterile are hospital sterile right they're clean they're clean they and, get clean. and more so now than ever yeah, before than ever before but they're not sterile right exactly so you're exposing your child and yourself to anything exactly please if you are heavily pregnant consult with your with your doctor so yeah. that so that you have the best medical care available to you. Yes. Yes. I mean, some airlines don't even carry blankets. Where are you gonna wrap the baby? The exactly. baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> These days, I don't think any airline is carrying blankets, are they? Maybe just like first class. Poor baby. Poor baby. But I'm so happy that they're baby. good. I wonder if yeah. like. They got some sort of, oh, the baby's so cute. Oh, yeah. It's a baby. The baby. Oh. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, it's one thirty in the morning for me. Is it? Oh. Yeah. Do you have to wake up early? I don't. Oh, that's nice. I kind of have to. Yeah. Wait, where are you going downtown for? So I'm taking my friend um, to an appointment. Mm. So it, it, it's at noon, but I have to go and pick her up. Um, it's going to be an appointment that is going to take a, a while. So I don't know how long it's going to take me there. But yeah, I'm going to have to pick her up. I had to go all the way to almost Barlet and then go all the way to the city. So that's gonna, so I'm leaving here nine in the morning. That's early. Yeah. And then you gotta like take her back and then back to your place. Yeah, so, and I I don't know who's coming with her. I think it's just me and her. I think all her family is busy. That's why she was asking. And um, take her to the appointment. Um, guess I'm gonna stay around. I'm not gonna stay at, the office or whatever i don't know but yeah that's what i have going on tomorrow well that sounds like fun yeah so where are you going tomorrow florida florida yeah, uh, that goes. i want the pool because we had such a nice weather here in chicago and suddenly it went back to the 40s mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And i just want to go back to the hot and pools um i told one of the flight attendants or actually she asked me what my plans were in Florida and I was like I have no plans she's like do you want to drink by the pool and I was like yes please yes, please I need some sun in my life ah you need to start doing that I know <laughs> okay you look tired I'm getting tired now sober I can like go for another two hours <laughs> <laughs> Overnight, I'm leaving. <laughs> Exit left. <laughs> All right. Um, oh wait. So um I've been listening to this one podcast. It's called oh. Let Me Be Frank. Let me be Frank. With Frank Anthony. Frank Anthony. Um, what so is he, it about? He talks about all sorts of stuff. Um, one of the one episodes that I was listening to, it was very quick, and it was talking about rejection. And <laughs> that's all I got for you. That's all you got for me. That's all I got. Okay. Well, how people can contact us? We have Instagram, and it's the Flight Attendant Podcast. And then follow us on Twitter at Stay Safe, Fly Safe. You can also email us at the flight attendant podcast at gmail.com and our website, the flight attendant podcast.com. Oh, and don't forget our OnlyFans. Dot <laughs> 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 org, you mean dot org. <laughs> can you imagine if there was actually like the flight attendant podcast OnlyFans, but it wasn't us? <laughs> oh, don't give anybody any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> any ideas <laughs> anyway that's all i got for you today all righty well, i'm gonna head out Me too. To bed. all right everyone stay safe fly safe, stay safe.
And look at you. Look at you. Bye. Bye. Bye.